you're at the Downey Komodo that morning of. Um, is there anything that you guys would like to do prior to heading towards the palace? Let's say, uh, those of you who would like, come downstairs. You can convene shortly once again before heading out. Okay. Good morning, everyone. Morning. Morning. Hello. I would keep Aegis here at the tavern, since we still we still have our rooms for a couple. I think we paid for three nights up and up front, so we've got one more night still. Uh-huh. I'll just have Aegis stay in his room, but I am going to warn him to not dismantle any more furniture. Okay. <laughs> um, but I will. I will give him. Um, I, if I had a chance to collect more wood and stuff, and like after trying to teach him and stuff, I'll let him loose and try him. Let him try and make dragon chess pieces if he feels mm. like. See how that goes. <laughs> after he was given, you know, a good example of what he should be going for. Yeah. So I'll I'll set him up basically so he can be working on that while we're gone. Just so you can have something to do. Excellent. Um, so you get him settled. Do you have your slides ready, Athena? Just planning on him staring at Rio's face. <laughs> that might do it. It's all the presentation you need. Are you going to talk to him, Tosh? Oh, okay. yeah. Well, <laughs> is anyone planning on talking? Is a good question. Yeah, I am. Yeah, I think we're going to have Grena share the information. Mm-hmm. Rio plead the case. Mm-hmm. Like the plight, the plight of the kingdom or the plight of the people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably not gonna go as myself. Okay, what are you going to do then? Uh, I will just disguise myself as one of my former shipmates. Sounds good. Are we planning on using our names? I, I can't use mine. Thought we discussed addressing ourselves as a group so that we wouldn't have to share our names. Any ideas on what to call ourselves? I hope you guys aren't talking to me. Thank goodness. I'm like, oh god. Oh no. Gallen? Gallen? Oh no. You didn't come prepared? <laughs> I don't know how to present the concept in character, though. <laughs> well, out of character, explain it, and then maybe Callum can help us weave it into the story. Weave us, Khaled. Yeah. Um, it will be asked of you, most more than likely. Um, before long, uh, Grenna shows up at the inn. Oh. Comes, finds you, sits down at the table. <sighs> I barely slept last night. Why not? It's a big day. I'm meeting the Duke. And so are you. Not only that, but... 
or appealing. It's not... I'm not fit for this line of work. Rio bought new clothes just for the occasion. Make her f Look very nice. Were we I uh, did not. Were we supposed to be buying something? Oh, oh no. I messed it up already, didn't oh, I? No. <laughs> Does the Duke not take audiences very often? Rarely, if ever. Um, he is a very private man. So this is an honor, then? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. What do you know about him? <sighs> not much. He's a bit of a war hero. Uh... Uh, adventurer, some something like that. Um, but he's he's been a prosperous ruler here in Glacium. What's his reputation, personally? Um, honestly, he has a bit of an unusual reputation. Um, well, as I mentioned, or you asked, uh, hardly anyone gets to, is summoned to the palace, and even if they are, it's hardly ever to meet with the duke, only those who knew him prior or uh, occasional royal visit would they actually gain an audience. That's odd. What about his family? I know he has a son. Uh, uh, Igneal. Um, and, but he's, he's away. And uh, just that uh, the Duchess Amelia. That's all that I know. So who takes care of matters in Glacium if he doesn't take audiences with anyone? Well, Amelia tends to deal with more day-to-day -day matters. If I was honestly expecting to gain an audience with her, not necessarily the Duke, but... <sighs> we caught their attention. Seems like this is important to them. At least it's important to the Duke. If he's well, it's with us. That's how I worded it. That it could have just vast implications on the entire kingdom. Right. So I feel like he's at least at least that lets us know that he's taking us seriously. He's willing to see us instead of having us meet just with the Duchess if she only handles the day to day. Do you know anything about her? About the Duchess? Um, I've seen her before. It was at a banquet that was being held about five years ago when Igneal was being um, inducted into the uh, Order of Harmony. There was a uh, celebration. Happened to coincide with a holiday. Cal in the DM forgets off the top of his head which one. <laughs> but it was made a 
um, a highlight. But she was present. Any other children? No. <laughs> Why so glove? <laughs> Not that I know of, at least, huh? <laughs> Is the Duchess fair? Did the people like her? Yes. Yes, she's well, uh, well loved by the people. Just so you know, I, I don't plan on going to this meeting. As I plan on going in disguise. Alright. Just um, for personal reasons, I didn't want you to be thrown off. Personal reasons, okay. Um, you get really embarrassed in front of uh, upper class. He's just Does really, it... really bad with that kind of people. Like royalty. Oh. So he's so embarrassed he can never show his face again. But you have nothing to be worried about. I mean, you're just presenting the facts. There's nothing to be nervous about. Well, we're, we're coming to back you up. Right. Well, I, it's more that I've never done anything quite like this. We sort of have. Yeah, do you use this all the time? Not me. Oh. No. Oh. Um. All right. Well, uh, if you don't have any other questions from me, or do you, perhaps? Is there anything else that we should know before we meet with the Duke? Is there any, like, customs or courtesies that we should be, like, aware of? <sighs> Oh, I, I don't really know. Just, we don't want to offend by not following protocol. I mean, hmm. you should definitely bow, Diego. Go in there. Very low, very gracious, very extended, long bow. I heard it's customary to uh, try to blow the nose of the other person. <laughs> With the handkerchief? Hello With the handkerchief, yes, yes, yes. And it, as is tradition, should, they will refuse the initial offer, but you have to. Take no for an answer. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kevin was so frustrated by that. <laughs> Every time that happened, he was so frustrated. And it was. <laughs> It was the NPC that was frustrating. It was so funny. It's like this this druid had no idea what the heck you're trying Why to do. Why are you wiping? Anywho. <laughs> um, so, I guess we're ready to go. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm ready. <sighs> All right. So, uh, following behind her, she leads you to the palace. Make your way through the rest of the city. Um, um, you've been by this part of the city before. Uh, at least, I know for sure that Tosh 
and Diego have. Um, but you get to the palace gates. She speaks with one of the guards who promptly leaves, comes back, opens the gates. You're led inside by one of the guards and they open up the main corridor for you. Um, approaching the palace, it's... Uh, whatever the roof is made out of is a highly reflective material. So as you're making your way through the city, the entire time you could see this almost beacon in the distance just uh, shining over the city. And you had seen it before, didn't take much notice, but right now it's like blatantly obvious. In fact, it feels like it's a little too bright uh, as you approach. Um, but you make your way to the gate. You make your way inside. And uh, the guard stands next to you for a moment, looks around confusedly. <clears throat> and you hear down a corridor the tip-tap of steps coming towards you. And you see a very short individual come out. A bald gnome, it seems. Very long nose. Uh, uh, smartly dressed. Comes, bows, nose almost touching the floor. Good morning to you. Good morning. Is this where we're supposed to bow? I, I bow. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, and and he like bows once again, touch it, like touching the floor. Well, uh, him again to bow. <laughs> I, I will. I will bow again if he bows. Oh, uh, uh, oh. And you get caught in this rhythm for a moment. Um. Well. Uh. I hope that. You didn't have any trouble finding the place. <laughs> um, so, it was... Uh, she turns... Grenna. Grenna Implo, right? E yes. All right. And who else do we have here with us? And he pulls out a little... Uh, writing pad to jot notes on. You're up, Rio. No, Diego, you give the name. But why me, though? This is your name. Uh, Do it. Do it. Uh, so. I'll just put TBD <laughs> right here. Um, <laughs> you can call us D'Artagnan. Your name is D'Artagnan? Our group is D'Artagnan. Your group is D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan. All right. Uh, so you wish to be introduced as such? Yes, please. Very well. Those. Um, my name is Berthoa Glitterbark. I have been working here at the palace for 32 years. And I know the ups and downs, the ins and the outs. If you have any questions, please let me know. Say Berthoa? Berthoa. Not sure if I'm spelling it right. Is it B E R T H O? Not 
even close. No. I'm so sorry. B-U-R-T-H-O-A-R. Berthor Glitterbark. And then Glitterbark, is that the same last name as the one that was in uh, in Magnetos? Same last name? Okay. That was Dragutin. Um, if he's if he says his last name, then I'll chime in. Are you related to? You said Dragutin. Is that the? Just asking. Uh, and he looks at you confusedly. Um, Joe. Uh, yes. As a matter of fact, how do you? Uh, someone we've met in our travels. Ah. Well-traveled. Um, strange, I've never heard of you. Well, here's hoping that we can change that, all right? I just nod, <laughs> and then bow again. <laughs> and, and he turns around and starts, like, marching promptly towards uh, another room down the corridor from whence uh, he came, but ushers you to follow. Um, you see him muttering to himself. As you listen in, um, you hear him, Grena implo, Grena implo, D'Artagnan, D'Artagnan, just <laughs> saying those things over and over again as he's uh, coming out. Um, why is... Eventually... What? Well, what? You said you knew everything about the castle. Yes. We noticed coming in that the roof was quite brilliant. Oh, yes. What causes that? That's just the local glacium stone from the quarry. It has a very particular property, being highly reflective. What's, what stone is that? It's just the local granite. Does it have any other properties to it? It's sturdy. But nothing of note beyond that. Just curious. Hmm. It's a good question. Turned around and continues marching. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> yes. And uh, as you're going down, he, like, these windows here were gifted by the previous king, just going off uh, various his- historical uh, notes about the palace itself. Um, you eventually <clears throat> make your way into a large chamber. Um, you assume is probably the audience hall or dining hall. The very far corner, a red rug leading up towards a raised area upon which there are two prominent chairs and a large table in front of those. You see an elderly gentleman um, sitting behind that. Um, Gray, wispy hair, uh, glasses hanging almost off the end of his nose. 
you see that he has a quill in his hand and he is writing some notes, um, but makes notice of your entry. Oh, well, welcome. Gestures and beckons you uh, forward. Berthor uh, steps forward, bows very deeply. I bow with him. <laughs> it's just, just, no, no. <laughs> Duke Altus, might I present the priestess Grena Implo from the Temple Atim and the group, the adventurers known as D'Artagnan. And uh, he gives a f big flourish with his arms. Hey. Uh, well, oh. well met. Um, please, come closer. We will come closer. <laughs> okay. And then I will uh, do whatever I think is customary for meeting a duke. Uh, I'm slightly hurt. Polite okay. bow behind Rio and letting Rio be the one in front. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, the bespectacled man observes you quite closely. You can tell that um, it feels as if he's reading you like uh, one would read a book, taking in the various chapters, the meaning of the sentences. He's putting it all together as you approach. All of us, or just Rio? All of you? I, I don't <laughs> think I... <laughs> I'm just gonna zero... <laughs> zero in! Um, well. What brings you to Glacium? As you... Grena looks a little confused, like she was waiting for a question to herself, but then looks to the group whom Felix seems to be addressing. Well, first of all, it is such an honor to meet you. Um, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule for us. Um, we're coming as friends. We have concerns about the level of water not coming into Glacium and therefore other parts of Falnix. Yes, I was informed of such by a priestess, Grena. She gives a, like, oh, well, you know, it was nothing really. It was just a um, job. <laughs> she seemed concerned. Grena, would you, or priestess implore, how should I? Grena is fine. It's Grena should be whatever you'd like um right Grena had mentioned in her writings that it was a dire matter I had one of my servants examine for themselves it was noted in one of my various briefings that the water level seemed low, but whoever that was at the time appears to have been making light of the situation. I had no idea it was growing so serious. As for 
You, D'Artagnan. What brought this to your attention? Curious. We are travelers, and we were in a very different, very far part of the kingdom that also receives its water from the glacium glaciers. <laughs> and it was brought to our attention from very far away. So we decided to come to the source and see if there was a problem here. Forgive me if I'm being rude, but might I ask your names? You might ask. I don't... <laughs> I don't see the relevance. Hmm. And you are? <laughs> I'm Athena. Athena. I'm Diego. I'm Rio. Sorry, um... Surnames, please? You first. <laughs> Again, I don't understand the relevance. Brooke's it's quite relevant. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he, after, after you reply, he writes something down. Quite relevant, I assure you. <laughs> Your parents are looking for you. <laughs> I am a good friend of your father's. We are in the same book club, actually. Um, no, um, Diego? Um, I'll stand up. Diego Iron Fist. Turns his head ever so slightly, but um, very practiced, very practiced, like uh, almost like poker face. Just writes something else down. And I'd really rather not say. Really? Let me jot something else down. <laughs> and Jameson. Jameson. Do you have a first and or surname, Jameson? <laughs> James' son, Jameson. <laughs> wow. Creden with a K. The K. Creden. Rio, please make a persuasion check. Okay. Bur burning our bridges, but not sharing your nerves. <laughs> What do you want to cast? Uh, oh. 17. 17. I understand that... Anonymity has its benefits. 
However, I mean you no ill will, and I hope to see some semblance of trust between us. That is, if you have any other proposition besides bringing this to our attention. Is that all that you desired? Well, we would like to help. I thought as much. D'Artagnan. It's an interesting name. What does it mean to you? Well... I couldn't even explain it to Felix. <laughs> I can explain it out of game. <laughs> I can do it out of game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can give me an ex explanation, okay. and then. Um, I can't, I can't explain the whole thing because Tosh here is going by a pseudonym right now. <laughs> but the first part oh, of is it a mixture of your names? The first part of D'Artagnan is Dart, which is the first initial of all of us. Mm -hmm. And so we were going back and forth on how to work the word Dart into something. Um, and then Devin suggested D'Artagnan, who is the who's a musketeer. Like he's the fourth musketeer. And so like the next generation, like the next generation. Because he wasn't an original. He's not one of the three. But his death was. So. Mm -hmm. And then he followed in their footsteps. And became a good guy. And so that's why we like that. Literary. Name. Okay. Um, so. So after you give a semblance of explanation, something relevant to uh, the Similar. culture of Malum, that is. <laughs> something Athena read it in a book somewhere a long time right, right, right. ago. It's awesome, guys. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no, yeah, I've, I've, I've totally read that book. I know, I know what you're talking about. Yes. <laughs> I am, I am also well read. Mm -hmm. yeah. Canonically, now. There is a D'Artagnan figure, um, similar to like Three Musketeers esque, uh, whom you are referencing, that happens to have a little bit of each of you inside. Um, he sits back again in his chair. Um, make a. I don't know who Did you cast. Oh, I should have. Oh. I, I stepped over five seconds with your casting spells. Thrown them out. Diego. Yes? Make a perception check, please. Okay. Fourteen. Okay. Um, something's a little off. Um... The chair he's sitting in is a... It doesn't match the chair next to it. Like, in make or model or anything quite like that. It's out of place. Just something weird that your brain is like, 
that doesn't go here. Uh, you know, something's out of order, uh, and it piques your interest. Just a note that you... Something you notice. Is there anything in particular that's different about it? Like, is it... Um, you, you can't see it all. He's got a table in front of him. Okay, um, you just see the back of it. Okay. Um, I guess knowing the current circumstance, it's probably not not wise to try and get closer. <laughs> no, no, no. Probably not. You're all about 15 feet back from the table, which has a large, um, you know, those things that you put on tables. Um, tablecloth? Tablecloth. That's why we keep you around. Um, <laughs> uh, a large tablecloth on it extends, that extends to the floor. Yeah. I'll... I'll keep that in mind, and if I see an opportunity, then I'll try and get closer if I can, like, as things get later on in our discussion. But mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Things go. Play it by ear. Right, right, right. Um, well. You seem to be... A group of individuals with heightened sense of insight. Do you have any inclination on what could be causing this? I'd like to here, if you have any theory. I'm just looking at Tosh. Um, Tosh. I guess you are technically one of the only people who might have some inkling. Based on that night, go ahead and make an insight check. Retroactively, this is not against Felix, but against your vision. Right. This is (laughs) more arguably against Litu. Seven. Seven. Okay. You're not sure um, exactly what it was, but it just felt like you. Think back on that moment standing in the water, staring at the statue. It was a very fight or flight kind of feeling. Your adrenaline was going. That's all that you can remember thinking back on it. Does Glacium have any enemies? Enemies? An interesting thought. Though none that come to mind, we are... 
in a time of prosperity. What about the person who worked for you who made light of the situation? He was a servant. What was his name? To be honest, I'm not sure. Do you know where he is now? I don't at the moment, but I could find out. More than likely, I'm guessing, it was somebody who didn't want to make any bold assumptions or announcements. Someone who was afraid of the attention it might garner. Or someone with something to hide. It seems a little too convenient. The exact person whom I ask was the person responsible. Not very likely. Maybe not directly responsible, but involved, perhaps. Technically a possibility. Diego, was it? Uh, yes. You from Ostium? I am, yes. And Athena. Mm -hmm. You're from Halfholm. In a way. Mm. Jameson, I've... You're a sailor, but that's... All that I can read. I've spent most of my life... Mm. At sea. I started that in a Scottish accent, accidentally. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> Oh. Right. <laughs> he can roll insight on me. <laughs> uh -huh. What was the name of your ship? The uh, Saint Contenaire. Really? Um, he's muddling things over. Rio, he looks at you, but he doesn't ask any such question. Or make any such assumption. Give you privacy. Well, do you have a proposal for me then? Um, you see him gesture slightly uh, towards Berthor. He comes around the table uh, over to the Duke, who whispers something to him. He looks out. Um, he looks at Jameson. 
and and whispers something back. <laughs> you find out for me, please. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and um, Berthor excuses himself from the room. Well, don't you have experts who manage the water or know the terrain? Here in the city, yes. But as for what could be causing the issue, in most cases, I would either assign a expedition group But a group of Sherpas going alone might prove troublesome. Why is that? Let's call it intuition. I believe someone skilled, perhaps in combat, should likely be needed to accompany them. You expecting a fight? It always serves to be prepared. A fight with whom? That is the question. But I've been wrong before. A short while later, Berthor makes his way back into the room. Um, once again, comes up to, to the side of the Duke, whispers something to him. Thank you. Jameson, how long have you been ashore? I disembarked about a year ago. Make a One deception mark. check. <laughs> 21. 21, okay. That silence is very reassuring. <laughs> he nods. Was, uh... Sailing... <clears throat> were you unsuited for or it unsuited for you. I just felt like it was time to get my feet back on solid ground. And your captain, did he treat you well? Yes. He just nods silently. Well, I find myself in need of a group of adventurers. Should I write up a flyer? 
Like I said, we're happy to help. Hmm. Then, back to business. Do you have a proposal? He uh, gets a quill, dips it in some ink, fresh piece of, piece of paper in front of him. Um, by this, you can assume that he means, like, uh, how much do you charge for typical <laughs> things? How long do you expect it to last? Things of that nature. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Diego, pipe in. Oh, do you want me, like, do you want me to? Yeah, I'm not going to do this, Well, All right. <clears throat> Uh, stepping forward. Um, I, I, I bow it again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in terms of uh, a contractual arrangement between us, the group D'Artagnan and, and yourself, I feel that for what needs to be done, which I believe is an expedition to the source of of water, if we are to embark, then we be provided with funds up front in terms of getting equipment for such a journey, as well as upon returning successfully and finding the source of what is happening, being compensated for our efforts. Mm -hmm. Do you have an estimation? Um, for the upfront cost, I would say roughly 150 gold per member of our party, as well as an additional 200 for the Sherpas to ensure that they're properly provisioned and outfitted for this task. Uh, he writes down some more. You will each be provided with 50 gold up front by means of provision, be that warm clothing and other supplies that you may need. 100 gold for the Sherpas, two at a minimum, I would suggest. Your destination is going to be the heart of Aptim. It's the largest glacier in the mountains, and more than likely, well, it's well known to be the majority source of water throughout the year. Let them know your destination, and you can send missive to the palace as to when you plan to disembark. I hope that it's sooner rather than later. Grana? Yes? Thank you for bringing this to our attention. Of course. And the members of D'Artagnan. I hope... Especially if you hope to make a name for yourself. You can be a little bit more forthcoming in the future. Um, 
after he says that, in terms of what we would like in return, I, I'm going to pull out a slip of paper out of my jacket. Okay. This is our bounty. Okay. <laughs> if we are able to do this for you, we would like some assistance in clearing our names in a matter of confusion that transpired. I think it of was. What our- do you speak? Does it? I- it's irrelevant. <laughs> We just need some help clearing our names. <laughs> there has been a a confusion in Falnix, uh, and we were labeled as criminals for being around a an individual who broke out of prison. Prison break in Falnix. Mother. And he stops mid sentence. Like <laughs> the only one thing that I think of when I, but it could. But then, uh, <laughs> all we ask is that you help clear this for us. Do so you give can... him the piece of paper that you took out of your no, jacket I just, pocket? I just flash it just to show that it's a bounty. Uh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I'll keep. I'll keep it. But my request is that in in lieu of payment that you provide us with that assistance so that we can clear our names and that we can continue to do good for the kingdom and not be thought ill of in certain cities. That's why he's not Um, Diego. Yeah? (laughs) He holds out a hand to you. Might I see that? I I look to you guys. (laughs) If we're going to keep things private for... I turned turned to to Rio, saying (laughs) we're planning on allowing her to have anonymity, this would ruin that. (laughs) I'm afraid I must insist. How about after we successfully accomplish what you're sending us to accomplish, you can have a look at that paper. Um, I need somebody, either Diego, most likely Diego, please make an intelligence check real quick. Okay. Let's see. Just straight intelligence? Yes. Okay. Hey, boy. Uh, 19. Nice. Um, you weigh the options. <laughs> he is the Duke. Yep. <laughs> if he wanted, and very, very quickly, he could find out exactly what's on that flyer without you needing to give it to him. Right based on the context of everything else that you've been talking about. He seemed to know of a high uh, visibility incident 
that did occur yes. in Falnix. That was related to Glacium. That was related to Glacium and his son. Yep. Um, so putting that all together. Yep. Alright, I'm just going to turn to Rio and Tosh and just kind of say sorry, and I'm going to hand the paper over. Okay. Um, you hand him the paper. Jeez. Can I cast silent image? Oh, no. No, I can't without him knowing. <laughs> he will definitely notice, especially... Um... Uh, he might be intending on keeping this, and you're not sure. He takes the paper from you. He looks at it. Folds it. Still holding it in his hands. I'm going to make you a deal. You continue along your way, taking up this task. I promise you, after thorough investigation, that I will I give you my word that I will see that you are treated fairly. Taking everything that you've told me into account, you say it was a misunderstanding. I nod. Um, he opens the paper once again and looks to Jasper. Jasper? Uh, sorry, Jameson. Oh. <laughs> Who's <that> F? <laughs> um, <laughs> right behind you, Jasper. Does that sound reasonable to you? If you return in good faith, I shall see it returned in kind. He's looking at me directly? Yes. I'll just nod. Alright. Can we roll insight on him? Yes, you may. All of us? Everyone? <laughs> oh, yes. Yep, because I got a six. <laughs> I got a five. Whoa, I got 22. I got 18. <sighs> Tosh is too emotional right now. <laughs> I 
22 was our group average. 22. Very that nice. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> um, what you're gathering from him, um, you can tell that he is trying to piece together what it is you're saying. Um, he might have a lot of insight on the incident. Or not necessarily the incident as it occurred, but the events leading up to it. I'm also, I'm also assuming that I'm assuming that he's probably heard the side of the story from McNeil. Like more than likely, he might have received. But I guess with our insight, are we picking up on the fact that he's at least considering? What yes, like you um, you can tell that he is tempering emotion, but not uh, not to an extreme extent. Um, he is talking very seriously, and. It, you get a sense that um, and he puts it into words for you on my honor I promise you fair treatment and consideration Very well. Please send word as soon as you plan to disembark. As I said before, I hope it's sooner rather than later. And I wish you luck on your journey. Um, and Rio, for the first time, his eyes flash towards you. Um, for the first time, making brief eye contact with you and uh, looking down once again. Berthor, see that they exit the grounds safely. Very well, good sir. And he bows once again. Um, Berthor begins to lead you out. Um, Tosh, what did you ask? I just, uh, just kind of a general perception check on the Duke. Do I see much of myself in him physically or um, There is a family resemblance, you could say. <laughs> um, there, there are, you, like, uh, you know, cheekbone structure, thing, things like that. Um, there is a resemblance. Okay. Mostly to, like, Igneal. But even there, there was some that you noted. Okay. Thinking back. Flight okay. But you exit. Yes, um, but very graciously. Like, thank you so much for your time. Uh-huh. And we look forward to meeting with you again. Etc. 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 
Yeah, um, and he nods his head, writes down a couple more things as you guys leave. Um, Berthor leads you back out of the palace, leads you to the front gates, and uh, please, you can leave any messages either here or if you happen to catch me uh, here at the gates, feel free to uh, give me any correspondence. To the Duke. Uh, Berthor. Yes. You've been so kind and so helpful. What, pray tell, did the Duke have you go do in the middle of our meeting? Uh, and he just looks like his eyes flash to Jameson for a brief moment. Oh, you know, uh, dukely business, thing, things of that nature. I, I can't, you know, reveal all of our secrets. <laughs> He laughs nervously and... Oh, I would never, I would never try and get you to tell me a secret, but surely a, a quick errand like that is not a big deal. What did he ask you? <laughs> this is not my place to say, madam. It is the Duke's business, after all. But have a very good rest of your day, and we expect to hear back from you promptly. And uh, he bows once again, and turns and walks back into the palace. Whew. Well, I didn't know what to expect, but that was... Uh... Whew, my hands are still shaking. Whew. <laughs> forgot she was there. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was there for a moment, to be honest. <laughs> you did great. Thank you. Well, um, I'm going to head back to the temple. Uh, if you need anything from me in particular, please don't be a stranger. Are Denerk and the boys still staying? Yes, the they are. I don't know for how much longer, but they'll, they'll be there for a short time. At the very least. How's Denny? He's doing much better. Good. He's got a good appetite. Happy to hear it. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure you have a lot to do. I won't take up any more of your time. She excuses herself. Well, that was fun. Not what I expected. Are we in private right now? Or are we um, you are technically alone. Um, you're walking down the streets currently, but you aren't being uh, closely followed by anybody in particular. You're just out. But anything that you say, you can uh, reasonably assume that you'll have privacy. So... I just look around. Do y'all want to get a drink and maybe talk about what just happened? <laughs> yes. I think that would be smart. Do you want to head back to the Downey Komodo? Yeah. You get to check okay. Aegis. 
sounds good. You make your way back there. Uh, order yourself some drinks. Is there like a, private, like a private table? Um, like that? Yes, there are uh, at least not not like enclosed spaces, but there is uh, you know, most people tend to gravitate towards the bar itself, so you can find a nice nook that is going to give you plenty of privacy. Okay. Then I'll I'll lead us to that table. Mm-hmm. Get settled in. So, how do you guys think that went? Super fun till you showed him our bounties. With my name on the paper. What? With my name on the paper. Yes. But I thought part of our goal was to not be fugitives anymore. It's a good risk. And he seemed like he could basically see through our attempt of concealing our identities for the most part. How would he know where you were from? He knows Aelin, right? Yes, he does know Aelin. How... What about you, Athena? I guess I look like (laughs) half-home. You look like half-home material. (laughs) (laughs) Um, that question, Athena, to you is a little poignant, like extra poignant. It's bugging you very much. Um, You just want to know things. So far, there's been a trend. People haven't been able to place you. What a jerk. (laughs) I know. That's the worst. Calling me half-home trash. (laughs) Yeah. And you, well, I don't even need to ask. (laughs) Half-home if I ever saw Oh, man. Um, Leaning into the table, speaking a little bit softer. When I did give him the paper, though, it did give me a chance to see something that I don't think anyone was meant to see. Um, but Felix is in a wheelchair. The chair that he was sitting on has wheels affixed to it. It seems like he's... Lazy? The... No. Doesn't the... want to walk anymore? No, it seems that he's lost the ability to walk. So... And that does not seem to be common knowledge, at least from what I can tell, because they were attempting to conceal it by the way that he's positioned sitting there. Interesting. I don't know what happened to him. I don't don't think anyone's spoken of any injury or anything, but he seems to have something has happened that has caused him to at least be bound to a wheelchair. But that's not the most important thing that we have to talk about out of that interaction. 
Where is the heart of the mountain? Well, I think that's where the Sherpas are going to take us. And we're meant to we're meant to protect them so that we can reach the glacier and see if something's happening or something's being done to it. Do you all feel up to that journey? I talked a big game like we were all up to that journey, so we better <laughs> be. Yeah, if we want our names cleared, we better follow through. You're going to have to get a coat, Rio. A, a heavy coat. Mm-hmm. Shall we make preparations? That would be wise. Uh, we need to first find which Sherpas that we're taking with us so that we can be familiar with who we're going to be protecting and who we're going to be traveling with. I met someone yesterday whose son was very familiar with the mountains as well. Perhaps we can hire him. That's a good lead. Um, maybe when we're done here, we could go and follow up with them. He wasn't a Sherpa, correct, Callan? What? No, he mentioned that his son was. What was his name again? Harold. 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 Yeah. Harold. Okay. Perhaps he can help us. His shop also had supplies. That would be good. We're going to need a few things, especially warm winter clothing. But I have some ideas for equipment that our group could use. How is that meeting for you, Tosh? Not what I expected. In a what good way or a bad way? I didn't know what to expect, but... I didn't know what to expect. So I guess all of it would be unexpected. Do you think he knew you? I slipped up and said the name of my ship. It was dumb. So it was. He he knows I'm connected. To Orson and Tosh in some way. Well, I think he knows that you're Tosh now. You do? I, I do because I gave him the bounty and it's the four of us. And I don't think that he... I don't think he would believe that instead of you coming, one of your crewmates from the same exact ship is tagging along in our group. I think he's a bit smarter than that. I think he expects me to come back as myself next time. I would. But assume. does he know that Tosh is his son? I don't think so. I feel like that was kept secret from him well enough. 
Otherwise, I his head. He knows something Frank about idiot shaking his head. Why would why would I know? Jeez. <laughs> I... What does he know? Um. Somebody could make an Arcana check. One person in your group could make one with advantage. Okay. Yeah, I have one more perception thing I want to do when Athena's done. <gasps> Ooh, I got a 19, so a 25, and a Ooh. natural 20. So a 20 <laughs> so good roll. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so, Athena, you are watching mm -hmm. for any signs of things like that. However, you didn't notice any use of magic from him. I was gonna which, be. Yeah, which would have other implications. Um being that he didn't need magic to know all those things. Yeah. Bum 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 bum. Athena's very uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> he seemed sad. In what way? Every way. <laughs> um, oh, sorry, did gosh. I get the sense that he was focused on the, me in any particular way? Like, you kept coming back to me, but it might have been because I was disguised. I'm trying yes. to figure out. I initially make an insight check based okay. on based on that. Ten. Ten. Um, best that you can assume. Or best that you could figure. Was that you might have just seemed out of place from the beginning. Um, um, and after he had the paper, uh, he more uh, almost certainly knew you were not who you appeared to be. Okay. Did you have something else you were going to say to me? Sorry. Yes. Um... I don't know how... Let's see. Um, you... Upon talking with the others after everything that occurred, you remember something. For some reason, you're thinking of Geist. That last night in in Igni in the uh, Igni plateau yep I was thinking of that earlier 
I drew the broken person. And then also the traitor. Oh, sorry, the and the innocent. So is this the broken person? That's what you assume. Only after Diego mentioned what he did, did that come to the front of your mind? That's fun. It's happening. It's <laughs> happening. The pieces are falling into place. It wasn't just all bullcrap he was pulling out of his. Um. Anyway, <laughs> the broken one. A random card. Random card. Random card. <laughs> this goes here. This goes there. Should we wait for Kim? We can, or is it gonna be? Well, are you getting provisions? Is that what you're doing? Yeah, we need to go get provisions and hire Harold and the Sherpas. Mm. What are you yeah. drinking, Callan? It looks very fluorescent. It's lemonade. Oh. Fluorescent lemonade. <laughs> yeah, so we need to go buy provisions. I'm I'm happy to help okay. with the decision making behind that. Let's all go. Okay, you head back to the supply store. Were we given um, money or not? You were. Okay. Uh, 50 gold each and an additional 100 gold uh, to be used to employ uh, some Sherpas. Okay. Good, good. <laughs> you head back to the supply shop. You meet once again with Harold, the owner. Oh, you're heading up into the mountain then. What so... Heart of the mountain. Do you know where that is? The heart of Aptin, you mean? Yep. Clearly. Um, I've never been there personally, but my son has. Uh, so we could... Are you... You're looking to hire Sherpas, right? Yes, so we are. Hire your son and then also the Sherpas to uh, accompany us on our voyage. Well, my son is qualified. Um, and uh, he at the counter turns Daryl, come on back here uh, and a uh, short moment later a, uh, a Harold um, he's probably mid 50s his back is a little he slouches ever so slightly uh, his hair is withered uh, thinned with age but Daryl is almost an exact photocopy of him 30 years prior. Uh, standing tall, thick, full head of hair, um, tan skin from being outdoors so often. Um, he comes out wearing like a shopkeeper's apron as well as his father. Uh, yeah, and his father begins to explain. He gets very excited. Right, well... I'll, uh, I'll get the provisions ready. Um, and he looks to all of you. I have an associate that I work with. Um, he was my guide uh, initially up into the mountains. Um, and he's taught me everything that I know. So you'll be in good hands, I, I promise. 
Um, is there... Uh, when are you hoping to go? As soon as possible. Sweet. All right. And um, he gets very excited, uh, you know, throwing off his apron. Bye, Dad, I'm never coming back. Um, sort of thing. Uh, wait a... Yeah, uh, so... Um, he gives you a list of suggested supplies. You see that it's full of things like pythons, ropes, uh, fire-making material, tents, everything that you might possibly need. One of the bigger uh, things that is emphasized is uh, at least six pairs of socks, it says. And, uh, yeah, interesting. And um, extremely warm clothing. What can you tell us about the heart of Aptim? I've been there twice myself. Um, it's let's see, it's a four-day trek from our current position. Well, actually, from the base of the mountain. If you're in a hurry, and are we in a hurry? Safe hurry. Yeah, a safe, yeah, a safe hurry. Safe hurry. So the scenic route is what you're talking about. All right. Uh, it'll be a bit longer uh, going that way. It's six days travel. Um, but significantly safer. Are you not experienced mountaineers? I didn't nope. want to make any assumptions. Zero experience. What are you assuming? Nothing. That's the point. Um, so, uh, in that case, you'll want to stick pretty close to the list I provided you, as far as provisions go. You'll need very warm clothes, and there is a seamstress who uh, provides, at least has provided me with all my material, whom I would recommend Very good. Mm -hmm. Uh, all right. Um, hold on, I'm looking for. Is it is the heart of Aptim inside the mountain? No, uh, it sits top nestled um, in. It's the peak. In, it meets with the peak. Um, yes, at least depending on the time of year. Eventually it'll slide down slightly. Uh, more snow will pack on top, reaching the peak once again. It's a, you know, cycle. Lovely. Yes, indeed. Um, so... Oh. Do we want to split up to... Gather supplies. Yes. Well, I'd like to go to gather the the equipment if somebody wants to go to get uh, like warm clothing, winter clothing. I'll get clothes. Right. I'll go with you. All right, Tosh, you're with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Well, then we'll we'll split up to go gather individual items for those. So I think you said 50 per person, right? Yes. Um, based on the list of provisions that you see, um, it's going to cost you about 30 of that gold to k get everything on the list. Um, and that's, like okay. I said... Mm -hmm. What? Oh, so could it be just the climber's kit from the... Yeah. Uh, Would that be sufficient? Let or... me see. Because that comes with pythons, boot tips, gloves, a harness. Um, you can. Oh yeah. Oh, it twenty-five gold is what I mean. Um, but you'll need the climber's kit and five additional gold for the clothing. Right. So I would have. I mean, we would have parceled up the money. Yes. The, the girls enough money to get clothes and enough for us to get. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully you did. <laughs> um, so, so we're getting the climbers kit. That leaves us still with like twenty-ish uh, gold per person, right? Yep. It was twenty. It was twenty-five, thirty. So yeah, twenty, twenty left. Mm -hmm. Um, with the remaining money, with the that we have while we're at the place getting equipment, um. I'd like to see if I can get um, if they have any like flasks of oil. Um, yes. Uh, they have five flasks of oil at the ready. Um, then how much would they cost per flask? Um, they're relatively inexpensive. Like one oh. silver piece. Oh, yeah, I'll take all five. Okay. Um, and then, um, last thing was gonna be um, if I could find like a hooded lantern or like some sort of lantern. Yeah, uh, five gold for a hooded lantern. Okay. I'd ask Daryl if he'd ever heard of a bag of holding. <laughs> if he knew where one of those might be found in town. Bag of hold. Hmm. Well, uh, if it's something magical you're looking for, I know <laughs> I know a store where you could go and get something like that. Would you mind going and checking for me? <laughs> and I'll pay you for your time. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't mind. Right. If you could go in, I'll, I'll I'd walk to the just oh, sorry make this quick, but we can go to the store. I just hang out kind of fifty yards away. Mm-hmm. Have him go in and check in order. <laughs> if there is something like that. Yes, like my friend who's waiting outside, who strangely insists on not entering, <laughs> um, has a question. About your bags of holding. Um, he comes back out and he informs you that a bag of holding 
Um, uh, it costs 1,000 gold. How you doing money-wise there, Tosh? <laughs> I have almost 600. So. Thanks, Daryl. I've got 230, so not we're not quite there together. Yeah. Um, didn't did you mention that there was a potion place, Tosh? These. Yeah. Have? Could we also stop by there? Mm-hmm. Uh, the chalice from the palette. Oh yeah, that's right. You enter inside, there is a human with frizzled red hair going out in every direction. Um, looks at you as you enter in. Oh, welcome! And you enter in, it's just just hit with perfumes of all sorts. Um, different s smells, exotic and mundane and horrific in various quantities as you make your way inside. Um... There is bubbling and gurgling going on in the corner. You see a large contraption with a Bunsen burner set at the bottom. Um, one of several contraptions, similar contraptions. You see inside one of them, a large yellow liquid in this vial. There sits a toe that is disproportionately huge. Um, it's enormous, actually. You might have seen one before. It's the toe of a giant sitting inside of this vial. Um, in another, you see what looks like little tiny uh, eels or lampreys swimming about inside of it. But as you watch them, they seem to disappear and reappear randomly. Um, you see one vial in particular that's just burning underneath one of these that doesn't appear to have any liquid in it whatsoever. Um, how can I be of service? Well, we are preparing for a dangerous adventure, and we're curious as to uh, what you might be able to provide us with to uh, aid us in our journey. What kind of adventure are you going on? And uh, he just starts like looking around, um, thinking... He trying to put together what what would be of use to hmm. well we are uh going on a mount, mountain expedition uh mountains traveling to a glacier hmm. Hmm. well i have a couple of things that might be of uh, use to you. Uh, and he goes down underneath and brings up two vials that seem to have... Uh, he shakes it ever so slightly and you see that the uh, liquid inside seems to be extremely viscous, clinging to the sides uh, very securely and very slowly, almost like molasses or something very thick, uh, slowly drips back down to the bottom. I have two potions of climbing. Those may come in handy. Indeed they may. How much mm -hmm. would those cost? Well, when you uh, imbibe this, uh, imbibe this uh, 
His heal potion, you gain a climbing speed equal to your walking speed for one hour. And, uh... Let's see. And you have an advantage on strength athletics checks um, made to climb. So it just makes you a very good climber for an hour. Um, these common potions, they go for uh, 40 gold each. 40 gold? Okay. Mm -hmm. Before we talk final prices, I'd like to know what other things you might have of interest. Perhaps we could make a, a, a bulk purchase. Mmm. I have a potion of giant strength. It's not quite finished yet, though. Mmm. Mm. <laughs> Perhaps not. Um, half giant strength. <laughs> half giant strength? Oh, you get weaker when you drink it. <laughs> your, 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 your legs get weak, but your arms get really strong. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, let's see here. We have, I have, uh, um, and he reaches, uh, into a shelf up high and pulls down these, uh, he, he's got a small wooden tray that's holding securely three vials that seem to almost glow red hot. He brings it, sets it down. These three are potions of cold resistance I see and how much would those go for each of these uh, 100 gold each for these each okay mm -hmm. I'm intrigued I, I, I think this is precisely what we need I also sell potions of healing I have five at the moment um, that would also be very very helpful indeed Yes, uh, 50 gold each for those. So 50 for those, you've got five. Three of the cold resistance for 100 each, you said? Yes. And then the the ones of climbing were 40 each, correct? Yes. All right, let me do some calculations here. Mm-hmm. Plus two points. The other one. Three. Three. Uh, Three. Four. Seven. Thirty. Total. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. For the uh, whole kit and caboodle. Indeed. But if you're going to be purchasing them all at once, it would be... I'd be poor businessman if I didn't offer you some kind of incentive. I will yeah, say 10% off. So... Yes. So, maybe we round it down just to 650? Make it even. Hmm. Do you think we need all of it, Diego? It wouldn't hurt, and this is our only opportunity to really prepare. Yes, Anything but this is coming out of our own pocket. Yes, exactly. As 
Any well-provisioned individual might tell you it often does. Will you buy back anything that we don't use? Nope. <laughs> I have no way to guarantee that you've given me back a quality potion without drinking the entirety of it myself and finding out after I wait an hour or so. At which point, I can no longer sell it. Tosh, I feel like it's it's worth investing in our safety and security. Yeah, think of it as an investment in your future. And if you can get uh, three other people to sign up underneath you... No, just kidding. Well, you I just take 500 I... for everything. No, I was already giving you a rather generous discount, I thought. My friend, and I are... my friend and I are trying to scrape together enough funds to be able to afford all of this. If you could maybe make it 600, I think we could, I think uh. we could scrounge up enough to, to cover the costs. I'm barely going to be making a profit off of this as it is. Uh, I'm afraid I can't go any lower for the entirety. Alright. Um, Tosh, out of game, how much money do you actually have? 570. 570. So I've got 230. So I'm willing to, I'm willing to go all in with my 230. If you want to, so, so six fifty minus two thirty would leave four twenty left. And then we can try and sell stuff we don't use later on down the road. Um, and it's also possible, since you are buying on behalf of the group, that the group might reimburse you partially. I would pick in. Okay. If you think we need all of that, I don't know if we need, like, three potions of cold resistance, and... I don't know. Your call, though. I mean, it, we're, that's, that's how we're getting such a big discount, though, is because we're buying in bulk. Because the price would go back up if we removed, like, one of those. No. He wouldn't go back up. 8% discount! Whatever. Sure, let's do it. Like, I feel like it's not, we're not over, I don't think we're... Yeah, let's do it. It's fine. Do it. Okay. Alright, so I'm paying 230, Tosh is paying 420. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, I'll add them to my inventory and then we can divvy them out later. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Um, remember, if you ever do come back, repeat visits often, yield better discount. We will remember that. Mm -hmm. um, out of curiosity, you are uh, adventurers, if you don't mind me making assumptions such as. Uh, what are you people? Yes, you people. Uh, what, what kind of things do you look for when you come in? A potion shop such as this. Well, what could I do to uh, get 
get more of you in here. Well, you uh, action survey at the end of your transaction. <laughs> uh, well, um, yeah. You uh, may, make an insight check real quick. Okay. Uh, Fifteen. Um, so what you tell him now might have a great effect on what he may or may not have in stock next time you come by. That's a very good point. With uh, no money left. One moment. Portions of flight. A filter of love, perchance. Love potion. I look at Tosh, like, surprised. Love potion. I've already got eight love potions here, so you're saying I should make love potion number nine, is what you're saying. <laughs> I think I can make that. Looking, looking at the potions of healing, I think you, you can't go wrong with investing in, in more, po more potent healing for people. I think adventurers are in a line of work that always puts them in danger. So. Good point. Those ingredients are difficult to come by. But, but worth but the investment, I feel. Mm -hmm. If you keep your clientele alive, they can keep coming back for more, but if they die, then you lose your clients. You make a painful observation, sir. It's just the truth. Mm -hmm. What about That's the question? Difficult. I've never quite done it before. Um, requires rather rare ingredient, um, but could be done potentially. Perhaps making oneself invisible oh, could always be a handy ability. Uh, and you see him look back. Uh, oh yes, I've heard of such things. Um, and he's looking back at the uh, particular vial that seemed to be completely empty. Uh, uh. <laughs> I just nod. <laughs> All right. Well, it was a pleasure doing business with you. Mm -hmm. um, if you come across any rare or exotic ingredients, um, be it herbs or be it... Uh, creature parts I would more than happily take uh, pay you to take them off your hands should they prove a potent ingredient very well we'll keep an eye out alright okay. to the ladies yeah well, I think this will look fantastic on Diego. I knew it. What? I knew it. <laughs> Get closer. What'd you say? What'd you say? I found I found his sweater. Don't worry. Did you? Is it just okay. a really low cut V neck? <laughs> you wish. <laughs> Is it a turtleneck? <laughs> you wish. I do actually wish it was a turtleneck. Um, so you meet back up. Yes. Is there anything you guys wanted? No, to they want to buy clothes shopping. I don't think so. I think no. we're thorough. Thorough and to the point. No, <clears throat> no dilly dally. 
No dilly or dally. No dally. Oh, did you want to add a climber's kit to your inventory? Oh, yeah. yeah, everybody should add a climber's kit to their inventory too, because we paid for that already with the the Duke's money. <laughs> the Duke. I guess we still had. Let's see. I spent. I only spent like a couple extra gold on the lantern and the oil, so there's still some of the Duke's money left. Well, we would have put some of that into the potions. I just don't know. I'm trying. I'm trying to calculate how much of the Duke's money was left after, because we had. Uh, well, you in later. particular, you in particular, spent thirty five point uh, five, roughly. Right. Um, everyone else uh, should have twenty gold surplus remaining, unless you also wanted to buy lanterns for yourselves. Five gold each. I will be okay. Okay. I still have that lantern from the temple. Is that yep. still just... Oh, yeah, that flame look? you have. Yeah. Yes, and it's... Uh, yeah, it's still burning. Nice. Cool. Yeah, I just, not, wanted, to get, I just wanted to get a, a light source that's better than a, than a torch. So that's yeah, what I bullseye, bullseye lanterns come in handy because you can direct them. Yep. Um, it's not just uh, everywhere emanating. It can be focused... Mm. Yep. Very good. Just spend our last night in the hotel and then go meet up with Daryl at the base of the mountain. Is he ready to go that quickly? Yes. Last night in the hotel? Yeah. yeah. Wow, we, we timed it perfectly with our paying three days in advance. Yeah, you did. Uh, so, you'll be checking out in the morning then? Uh, yes, we'll be leaving for for the time being. All right. Well, uh, you'll always have a place here if you if if we've got the room. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Um, I am going to uh, I'm going to give her an extra gold piece as we're leaving. Like as like. On, in the in the morning when we leave, I guess for, uh-huh. the, for the damage done to the bed for mages. <laughs> oh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh-huh. It smells. It smells like shame. Is that is that yeah. how interesting? Oh, I actually I wanted to know how Aegis did with the carving of the dragon chest piece. So uh, eventually, you came back, and Aegis has been doing his best um they are very crude um something that you would expect um like a child to have made like on their first attempt um but uh you know there's roughly a vaguely dragon shaped piece here okay mm-hmm mm-hmm Nice work, Aegis. Thank you. Are you finding this uh, to be an interesting uh, hobby or activity for you? Do you like whittling? It's new. It's good to learn new things. Yes. 
Well, if you want to, you and I can keep practicing together so you can get better at it. I would like that. Alright. I will. At least that night, I'll stay up with him a little bit and do some more training and practicing. Mm-hmm. And keep keep adding to the collection I've been building for the Dragon Chess set. Alright. So, uh... Is there anything else that you guys would like um, to do on your last night before heading out? Well, for me. Going once. No. Going twice. Oh, wait. I'll finish up the poem I was working on the other day. Okay, very good. Finish up a poem. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that, you guys are prepared to venture out in the morning. Make your way to the northern portion of the city. Beyond uh you notice that um, this side of the city in particular doesn't really have a wall. It's part of the mountain itself, just sort of descends into and then gradually becomes the city at the foot of the mountain. Only around the other edges is there any sort of walled portion. You get to an area where um, before you got to the very base, you could see the faint detail of possibly a trail um, heading up into the distance uh, before it's lost in the mist that seems to be clinging to the mountain currently. But you make your way closer and closer. Eventually, you see Daryl in the distance. A very young, short individual... Uh, standing next to him. And he waves you down. All right. Here, nice and early. Uh, as I said, this here is my mentor. Taught me everything that I know. Um, and he introduces this... Uh, it's a female, uh, apparently a high elf. She looks like uh, she could be a teenager. But she nods. Uh, she's got some like chestnut colored hair, um, harsh eyes uh, from and, and like tanned skin, similar to uh, uh, to Daryl. Um, what you imagine is just the property of being out, uh, not just outside, but outside in a, in the snowy terrain. You basically get double baked. Um, but she nods. I've heard a couple of things from Daryl here, and I'm looking forward to showing you the mountain. Do you have any questions before we begin? What did you say your name was? What did I say my name was? It's a good question. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. I didn't. say what my name was. What is, what is your name? Is my first question. 
<clears throat> I wrote it down here. Hold on. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to make sure that I don't mispronounce it. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't say that you ask her name on the script right here, so I was just. Uh, <laughs> so I didn't have to answer that. <laughs> uh, yes, and yes, and. Um, my name is Osisma. Osisma. Yes. I'm gonna take a wild guess at spelling. <laughs> <laughs> Super wild. Thomas. <laughs> far, 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 far too young for me. I'm sorry. I'm a half elf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I could tell. Um, let's see. Uh, it's spelled. O C I S M S M A H O C I S M A H How do you pronounce that? Osisma. <laughs> wow. Okay. Noted. Mm-hmm. And you'll do good to remember it. It took Daryl some time, but <laughs> Here we are. Yes, here we are. Well, we we've come prepared with what we feel is ample equipment. All right. You feel the provisions we've brought, kind of showing. She yeah, she inspects everything. Seemed to have everything in order. I believe that we can make way. Daryl, why don't you lead us? Right-o. And he starts uh, marching up the mountain at a uh, quicker pace than you were expecting, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you're going to do your best to keep up. It seems as if he's, uh, like, almost as if he's showing off, just like, aha, you asked me to do it, well, I'm going to do it better than you ever saw, it's sort of a thing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he begins marching upward and it is um a quicker pace than what you would be comfortable with um as you're making your way up uh you do hear uh a noise um actually just tosh you hear something up pounding occurring you feel like your chest because it feels like your heart is beating very loudly but when you place a hand on your chest you notice there is a beating but it's not your heartbeat that's pounding so quickly it's almost as if there's a second heart beating uh, rapidly atop yours, but you feel your own heart um, rate increasing to meet it until they're intertwined and uh, in cadence with one another. 
Um, you just get a feeling of excitement. My tattoo doing anything? You look down at your arm. Um, it is glowing faintly. Do I sense it from one direction or another, or just up? Or just uh, you do up? not sense it from a boy band, no. Okay. No boy bands. Got it. Okay. <laughs> no, no. Um, you. Uh, there doesn't seem to be a direction associated with it, but um, it is, you would assume, a reaction to the f- mere fact that you are heading up into the mountain. Wonderful. Uh, as you're. Yeah, as you're making your way up... Okay. He picks up his... uh, You catch up um, with Asisma. um, And, you know, she gives you a nod. Uh, Well, the rest of you, make sure that you stay on the trail. Uh, We don't want any of you getting getting lost. Know that there are... Uh, rather large mountain goats up here. They will, will leave you alone as long as you leave them alone. Um, and as long as we stick to the trail, we should be relatively safe. How big are these goats? <laughs> well, it's not just goats, but you. I'm just letting you know that uh, that's what you'll most likely see. And they're hostile? No, I'm just letting you know. If you see a goat, don't bother it, and it won't bother you. Very large mountain goats. You want to see one, don't you? No. (laughs) I want to understand the warning. (laughs) I'm not warning you specifically about the goats. I'm telling you, stay on the trail, and you'll be safe. Also, if you see a goat, don't chase it. Is that and a- you'll also be safe. <laughs> she doesn't respond well to people telling her not. Oh, in that case, reframe it. Oh. <laughs> nope, you're either going to listen to my instructions or you're going to die. Either way, uh, you'll learn a lesson, or I won't have to deal with you. This is this is this is going swimmingly. Um, Don't mind her. But uh, Athena, Mm -hmm. more appropriately to what you were asking, um, make an insight check. They might be hostile. Crit fail. Seven. (laughs) She was talking about very dangerous goats, and that's the only thing that she was talking about. Yeah. I knew it. She's just that way. Yep. (laughs) I did want to ask before things turned sour, but now it's too late. No, it's you can you can Gerald. (laughs) All right. Huh? 
What'd you say? Oh, never mind. I'll wait till we're camping. I'll wait till we're camping. And we're camping. So, what was it you wanted to say? Have you lived in Glacium all your life? Yes. Yes, I have. Seems like a nice place. That's great. Um, when we first arrived, we were looking for a healer and someone mentioned a man named Eric. Um... Eric. Oh, um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. How how long ago did you arrive? Just a few days. Hmm. Who who gave you that advice? No one, but the guards reacted very similar to you. So what happened? Well, it's uh, a lot of hearsay, a lot of rumors, but from what I've heard, he was torturing people. For fun? Uh, I wish I knew. Why was he claiming to be a healer? Well, he was a healer. In fact, when I was little, he, he treated me himself. What happened to him? I had, what happened to him? I, <laughs> I don't know. He seemed like a decent bloke. But he's not in Glacium anymore. No. No, he was he was arrested and expedited. Where it is he got away. Oh well. Always seems to be that way, doesn't it? Like never like good things always happening to good people it's just things happen that's what I always say hmm so no one's heard from him since he hasn't tried to come home <laughs> I think I would know about it that would be talk of the town but he was just torturing people was he doing anything Really weird. <laughs> I there was just a lot of rumors. Mostly, the officials tried to keep it under wraps, from what I understand. Like, what exactly what was going on? What rumors um, here? Well, just that he was torturing people. Like I said. Um, I didn't get to see anything up close. I wasn't around for any of that. Does he have any family or, or friends in Glacium? Oh. Um, 
Not that I know of. Kept to himself for the most part. Any other healers come through here? Not that I'm aware of. He was he was a pretty prominent individual. I mean, he was a source of pride, a bit, you know, for Glacium. Having someone of such renown associated with your city. He, he was gifted. I mean, I had a broken leg when I went in and fixed it up, no problem. No twinges since? No. Well, I guess it does get a bit achy when it's about to storm, but nothing, nothing too serious. Comes in handy, actually. <laughs> I'm sure when you're climbing. Yeah. Just curious. Right. Well, did you have like a, a botched healing or something? Yeah. Oh. I'm sorry. Mm, screw some. Uh, what happened? <laughs> if you don't, if you don't, maybe. Just like. Maybe. Blood. <laughs> oh. Bones. Sprawling. <laughs> oh. That's gross. That's really gross. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's all I know about him. Well, glad he's gone. Yeah. Yeah. Big shame, you know, but most people seem to want to move on. They want to forget it. You know, feeling like something like that was going on under all our no noses for so long. Just... Yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I did hear um, one of the victims, so-called, um, Was at the orphanage. Um, it was like a, a kid was involved, or was it multiple kids? I I don't remember, but uh, I think one of them went back to the orphanage or something like that after everything. He was working on the children. Yes. What some people were saying. Yeah. Real sicko. Like what? What inspires someone to do something like that? You know? Only the most vile. Hmm.
Nice he helped you, though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Did you notice his hands? About the tattoos. Mm-hmm. Wait, have you met him? No, just what I've gathered. Right, 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 you said. Could you guess describe you, him? Guess you know a lot. What? Could you describe him? The hands? The tattoos. I didn't get the best of look. Unfortunately. That's all right. <laughs> Sorry. I was rather young. Just an odd characteristic. Yeah. Well, I know that um, some touched by magic sometimes have, like, tattoos or marks or something like that. I haven't met any. I, well, I guess I've met one, at least. So... Mountain goats here are, like, really ferocious. <laughs> what? Who told you that? It's just the vibe I get. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, the mountain goats are really something around here. <laughs> like, really big? Um, I mean, you'll see them. Just leave them alone. Wait, we'll see them? They're coming? <laughs> <laughs> No, but you'll see them out and about. And besides, it's not the mountain goats that you need to worry about anyway. Good, because I wasn't. Okay. <laughs> cool. So what would someone be worried about? Uh, and he gets a very serious look on his face suddenly. Um, go ahead and make a persuasion check, Athena, with advantage. I'm like, uh, no. Don't make me do persuasion. Oh, well, you talked with the individual a bit beforehand, so that's why you have the advantage. Oh, well, I got 15 twice, so 16. Whoa! Wow! Wow. The, uh, well. You gotta look out for the, uh, he looks around. The um, the ice men, it's like looking around. Yeah. Yeah. They sound scary. No, no, they they are. Well, I mean, it's mostly like just stories that kids tell each other, you know? But... But, um... 
Oh, she's 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 seen one before. They live up here. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, stories are that people, well, a race of people, were carved out of the ice to protect the mountain, and well, if you leave the trail. They'll catch you. Protect the mountain from what? You know, I don't know. Huh. Never thought about that. Just people getting off the trail? Don't. Well, if you're off the trail, you're trespassing. The trail's okay. Well, yeah. Good. It's a good trail, yeah. Mm. <laughs> lovely. A lovely trail. Mm. I'm just putting out there that I'm still doing my standard alarm spell around our campsite. Oh. Okay. Just putting that out there again as we mm. are out the how many pairs of socks yeah. is Diego wearing? Two. Um, and two. Very nice. As you guys are all, uh, you know, preparing for camp, you notice um, Athena specifically when a Sisma's brought up. You look around for her almost subconsciously, but you see her on the edge of camp just looking out at the trail. But you don't have a whole lot of visibility, maybe 60 feet at the most, then disappearing into mist. But she is staring intently, scanning the mountain, um, seemingly beyond the mist. But she's watching very vigilantly. Good. Well, don't worry. We're safe in her hands. Excellent. While we're Great. while we're at camp, um, mm. I had a an idea for <laughs> the climbers kit that I have. Yeah. If I could rig up my the, so I do have I still have the light crossbow. Right. That and I'm thinking about not not the grappling hook, but taking the the um, the python and basically rigging up a python to a cable and like running that through the crossbow and then like almost rigging up like a pulley system that I could okay. like shoot, I could like shoot a python into something and then like use that as a <laughs> as almost go like ahead and make a tinkering check for me. Okay. Wow. Uh, let's see here. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, 13. 13, okay. So you have this idea. Start work on it. Um, this is going to be representative of possibly 
multiple days of work, but yeah. Um, what you come up with, unfortunately, you only have um, like it can only really hold one. Yeah. But it's essentially a spring-loaded Python projector that will uh, you know uh, shoot it out and then it'll be attached to a rock. It's probably got about a 15-foot range. Um, but it will very quickly and very securely attach a Python into pretty much any hard surface, um, while while you are attached, (laughs) while you are attached via a rope. Yes. So you could even like, uh, tie it around yourself and, uh, still shoot it off based on how you positioned the rope inside. It's like a um, it's essentially on two different uh, rollers uh, feeds. It is complicated, so it will only really work once and it'll take like um, an hour to reset this thing properly. Yeah. Okay. Just wanted to have something as a in case of emergency mm-hmm. type thing. So might come in handy. Um, I did also prepare the spell Featherfall. Ooh, very good. So I also, also have, might come in handy. Also a additional cover our butts in case one of us falls off a cliff. I'm sure that's not going to happen. Sure. Anywho. So uh, any other preparations that you guys want to make? That's it for me. Okay. Well, with that, we're going to end the session, and you guys will be continuing up the mountain when we pick back up.